0: You are listening to Abnormal Spaces. I'm Donnie. I'm Ryan. In this podcast, we discuss conceptual realities, the researchers, authors, and explorers who describe and define them, as well as our personal experiences in these abnormal spaces. In this episode, we discuss technologies discovered by Dr. Royal Raymond Reif, which have led to the targeted destruction of specific cells. In time, these concepts will lead to more effective cancer treatments. Once again, Ryan has personal first-hand experience with the Spooky2 device, which utilizes these technologies. thing that I think is funny is um, literally almost anything that I start to look into, like you either have already read a book about it or you own the product or or something. And so like I was checking out these healing frequencies that Dr. Royal Raymond Rife had kind of discovered. And so I found out about various machines that, you know, now you can buy uh, and use on yourself. But one thing that just floored me, I saw this TED talk. And it's like 9 or 10 years old. And this guy's name, I believe it's Anthony Holland. He was one of the researchers that was able to not only identify particular frequencies, but then film it and replicate it. And he used it to target cancer cells. So it was really interesting because he started with... Some kind of uh, single cellular organism, and I can't remember the name of it. But then he moved up to paramecium. It was really neat when he when he showed the video of the paramecium, is there was another single cell organism like moving around it, and when he hit it with the frequencies, the paramecium started to essentially disintegrate. He called it shatter. But anyway, the other thing that was moving around wasn't harmed at all. It did get out of the way, <laughs> but uh, but I thought that was really cool. But yeah, so. He showed their recordings of, like, pancreatic cancer and ovarian cancer. And, you know, they they weren't able to 100% eradicate it, but some of them they terminated as much as 60%. And then also all of them slowed the growth of the existing cells. So, you know, the idea is maybe you do this once a year or, you know, once every six months or whatever it takes um, to keep it in check. And there's no toxic effects. Nothing else is hurt. And, um, I was just blown away. Like we've talked about this before when there is actual recorded evidence of these things working, then I am on board. And when I saw this, I just, I couldn't believe it, honestly. So then I saw another video. It was a news report from 15 years ago and it was this cancer researcher at one of the leading cancer research labs. I think it was in Texas and, uh, essentially, same results. And so I'm thinking, man, you, you guys have been working on this for a long time. Why? And I don't want to even go into that tangent, but it just strikes me as an effective tool and why are we not seeing this more often? And, you know, by now maybe they're up to 80% or 90%, you know? Um, but, yeah, so I, I found out about the Spooky2 machine. Before we start recording, I ask you about it, and, oh, yeah, you've got one, so
1: (laughs) I want to hear about it. Yeah, that's kind of my thing, man. Hearing about weird stuff and then buying it, that's my life story pretty much. You know, earlier on it was harder because, like, stuff was way more expensive than it is now. And now, like, things are becoming very—I mean, they're still expensive, don't get me wrong, but they're not, like, $10,000 expensive. Some of things are.
0: Well, I mean, if you're getting cancer treatment, you may be spending five grand a month. Well, not you, your insurance, but um, hopefully. Oh, but, totally. But, yeah, I mean, or you could just buy this yeah. one time.
1: Yeah, so, God, there's so much to explain. So Spooky2 is a software w- with a uh, frequency generator-based system. So the database and, and all the workings and all of the fine tweaks and everything are in obviously in this software. And the generators are separate, you know, from their, their USB connected. These generators are, like, very high quality. Uh, I mean, they go up to, like, forty megahertz maybe oh wow so So we can't even hear it's inaudible it's not even like a a thing of hearing so it's like zero to 40 megahertz wow there are like five different ways to utilize this technology there is a remote there is a cold laser a pulsed electromagnetic field device and there is a plasma bulb with a central unit that is actually another big box. And, you, you know, you have to use that to work that plasma bulb. Um, there's also a contact mode where you can use tins pads. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I guess the biggest popular thing about Spooky 2 is that they use action at a distance. And mm-hmm. that's why it's called Spooky 2 because Einstein was questioned about that at some point, And he called it spooky action at a distance. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So there's like a little remote that plugs into a bnc port which is like a computer type port on this generator and you open it up and inside there if you were to d- take it apart it would be a little scalar antenna so like a i think it's called a bifiller coil which is what tesla came up with mm-hmm. yeah and it produces what they call scalar waves which is like a zero field I don't really understand it, to be 100% honest. Like, I've read about scalar stuff, and it's just—it basically carries information. Yeah. And it can imprint information uh, into water, into, like, different things, too. So, like, homeopathic type things. Mm, Yeah. But it carries information without time and space directly to whatever is inside of that little remote. So, like, basically, if you take fingernail clippings—fingernail clippings have that keratin, and they contain that DNA for— are for really long Ooh, years right. and years and years and years. Yeah. So um, I have several people in each one, you know, and if you guys are welcome to add your fingernails to, it, but <laughs> but don't uh, be surprised if you're feeling weird because stuff does happen physiologically to your body. I've had to stop it several times uh, whenever it hits on a certain set of frequencies that affects something that is not right in your body. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the plasma. Is the strongest technology. There's a a long straight tube and there is a, it's called a phanotron tube. And that's the technology that uh, Royal Rife used originally was a phanotron tube. It looks like a little globe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, And it has like a weird little metal set inside of it. And it sort of angles out and points and focuses the energy to a narrower beam. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. so that's what he used for like the first 31 or 32 viruses that he killed with with his sets mm. back in 1930, 1920, yeah. Yeah. right? Um, so they just expanded upon that now. And like, I mean, there's like Russian uh, researchers and scientists that have sets in there. Yeah. There are, uh, you know, John White's sets. There's, there's a lot of different people in there that have contributed to this sort of thing. There's uh, a folder that says user shell the user shells are specific pre-made shells that don't contain any programs so the programs would be the sets of frequencies right so like if you had like uh, i don't know fucking herpes like you would put in <laughs> i'm trying to think of like something you know if you had like yeah. stomach virus then you could go into the programs and there's like thousands of them and then you just type in stomach virus and it'll have all these different like things for stomach virus. Yeah. You can load that into a pre-made empty shell and these do different things. So like uh, there's one called Universal H-Bomb Square Wave or something like that. And it's very good at killing, right? Right. Um, There's one that is Anthony Holland's 11th Harmonic. And so what he figured out is that you have to add some kind of 11th harmonic in order to make the program frequencies much more uh, usable to the body or to the DNA. Uh, It's just, it's so experimental.
0: Well, real quick, not to interrupt you, but um, so he was a musician or is a musician and he was, I don't know if he was classically trained or what, but that's how he knew to try the 11th harmonic. It started, according to the TED Talk, with essentially tuning forks and how they would uh, have sympathetic vibrations, sympathetic resonance, um, you know, like passive speakers or anything else. So I think it's crazy that, you know, he he brought in that music knowledge and was like, oh, let's try the 11th harmonic.
1: Right. And in an earlier podcast that we did, I don't know which one, we started talking about um, distortions and natural harmonics and mm-hmm. things like that. And I was talking about how the sine wave is so pure. Yeah. I feel like that's not organic because there's no sine wave in organic world. Right. So, you know, it just seems to me there would be natural distortions and harmonics that would come into play in a natural way for healing the body. I mean, it just makes sense to me. So that 11th harmonic is really interesting. Yeah.
0: Right. It's all just intentions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the plasma... There are a lot of testimonials of uh, curing bladder cancers, curing Lyme disease. Like, I mean, you can go on the Spooky 2 website and go into uh, there's a forum and you can read a lot about uh, testimonials of things that have happened. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, um, I'm going to say cure on this fucking show because nobody's going to listen to it. And if anybody does, then you can. You know, we're
0: not scientists, so yeah. we can say cure. Yeah, we're not
1: scientists. We're not like this is just personal experience and just digging into uh, weird stuff that we like, you know, yeah. like um uh, I've converted Donnie in, in <laughs> some, some kind of weird way. I feel like I've like <laughs> messed with his brain wiring. I'm like, check this out.
0: <laughs> well, what's great is like I was already there as far as, um, you know, just. um nonlinear time and and subjective reality. So like I was primed. That's how we started. Uh, That's how we started. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, the more I learn, that builds upon those premise, because you, you have to accept those premises first. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you can accept that, then you can look at some of this other stuff and see how they work together. Interestingly, this is a side tangent. Um, I scroll through the comments on this one YouTube video, and someone quoted a, a Nostradamus prediction that had to do with sound frequencies and light and curing ailments. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, okay, this is all just—it ties together too neatly, almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tesla
1: said it too. Yeah. Yeah. And what is it? It's energy, frequency, vibration. Right. That's everything. Right. My, my box was stuck. It was <laughs> Back to Spooky 2. So John White's the creator. I don't know a whole lot about this guy, but he seems like a genius. Yeah. When you hear him talk, you're like, oh, yeah, this guy's, this guy's a little off, but he's really, like, soft-spoken. He's, like, real zen. I think he's from New Zealand. Okay,
0: yeah, I did see—I I stumbled on this one interview, or um, it was a, a video with him, but it had a lot of Chinese in it. Mm-hmm. And when the Chinese people would speak, I was trying to do something else, so I'd have to, like, stop what I was doing to look at the subtitles. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, that
1: guy seems super zen, and he seems, like, on a different level. I don't know how many people were in with him, but man, I mean, I'll show you the software and you'll be like, this looks like a spaceship. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like there are symbols and, and phrases and things that I don't understand, uh, yeah. especially when you go into the advanced settings and stuff. Uh, I kind of just stay with what I know for now, which is all I need. Um, I don't know
0: how, how we can edit this, but the scalar waves yeah. so, and the uh, scalar antenna. So the video that I had seen that was like 15 years ago, they were actually having to attach antennas to the cells to be able to use the uh, frequency. Mm -hmm. And then what Anthony Holland did was he was able to somehow make it create its own antenna. And that was the difference. So I guess, you know, there, there was some progress between 15 years ago and nine years ago, but, but still, uh, that, that's very promising. And also it's exactly what you were talking about, some antenna.
1: I think what was figured out was that the DNA is an antenna. Yeah. It's a receiver. And that's like, that's everything. Yeah. So, I, you know, c- cells contain DNA, like everything right. is DNA. Right. So that's kind of the deal, I think, with, with this whole thing. and. Yeah, the scalar stuff is fascinating to know in to me, mm, you know. Yeah. Like we'll do one on the multiple wave oscillator and uh, George Likovsky. But, man, that still blows my mind. And there are companies that make those. Yeah. And they started, oh, man, they started like uh, I think one that I saw was 11,000. Oh, wow. Uh, and they go up to about 25 depending on what company. You can build them too if you're – Cool, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not cool. Uh, anyways, don't be surprised if somewhere in the life of Mr. Grisham that you come down here and there's this crazy contraption <laughs> and I'm like, Hey, sitting between these andanas, <laughs> right? You know, like, because I will.
0: <laughs> well, and you said you wanted to like get in my brain, so
1: uh, there you go. <laughs> But it's the same premise. And his premise back then in the 30s, that like when all this awesome stuff was happening, was that there was a certain bandwidth which was for the human body and all of its processes. And it wasn't harmful to any of the processes of the body. And I guess he theorized that it was kind of in this megahertz, gigahertz uh, and below um, you know, a kilohertz, all that. And so what his thing was, instead of targeting just one thing, it was to raise the cellular voltage of the entire organism. Mm. So with the law of resonance, since every cell has a different shape and thumbprint, then they would all find their frequency within this, like this bath of frequencies from one to whatever. Yeah, And that was done with spark gap and hmm. uh the copper antenna concentric rings and each one of those rings would make the other rings vibrate and one was a sender and one was a receiver and uh-huh. you sit in between this on a wooden chair with no metal on anything yeah and it just goes through and men like 10 minute uh, sessions is all you need wow. and i mean there's so many documented cases of like they used to use them in hospitals hmm. let's let's not talk about that now <laughs> uh, that's another episode <laughs> I can't believe how good that time. So Spooky 2, uh, plasma is the strongest. Uh, plasma goes through pretty much any uh, solid, and that's the one that you know people are using for serious problems. Um, But the remote works pretty much just as well. It just takes longer. Contact mode is TENS unit, and you can do a biofeedback, which this is a really cool thing. Uh, You just put these TENS pads on your abdomen, and you hit biofeedback scan. It'll scan your entire body with all the frequencies from 0 to 40 megahertz, and it will find the top hits. And it'll ping back to it. And so it pings back to the software and it tells you the top 10 hits of what your body, whenever it hit a frequency, it was like, ooh, and then hit it back. Yeah. Then what you do is you run that set in one of those empty user shells.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Right? Yeah. And you run it for about two days or three days and then you do another scan and then you'll have a different set. You can run a thing called Hunt and Kill where Hmm. it scans... And you get the sets and then it'll run it and then it'll do another scan. And then because things want to hide, right? they'll hide in your lymph nodes and shit. It's crazy, man. Yeah. yeah, Go ahead. I don't know what you're going to say. Well, no, I was going to ask.
0: So like a year or so ago, maybe longer, you showed me these old plasma tube things that you had. And one of them was like a comb Oh, yeah, yeah. the
1: the violet ray.
0: The violet ray. Yeah. So is there any uh, correlation, overlap? How is that different than the plasma bulb for the Spooky 2?
1: Okay, so everything about Rife was specific to the germ or the disease cell or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. The violet ray is like a small multiple wave oscillator. Okay. Okay. Uh, in that it uses a spark gap inside there and two resonating coils. There's like uh, one, one is is the base coil and then that uh, resonates with the uh, coil that has a lot of turns and it steps the frequency up really high. Okay. That's where it lights up the tube. Yeah. And the gas inside of the tube. And then it produces a field. The field is easy to see because you can just take a, a loose fluorescent light bulb mm-hmm. and hold it and b- bring it up and it'll light it. Oh, cool. Right? Yeah. So that's what it's doing inside of your body. Oh, uh, okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, creates the sparks. They call it like fluva or something like that. It's like these, the real hair-like sparks that come off of it. And they don't necessarily hurt. They're just kind of like prickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's raising cellular voltage. Right. But it's more localized.
0: Okay. And it's localized, but it's not specific,
1: I guess. It's not specific. Okay. No.
0: So my question is, it is typically easier in nature to tear something down or to destroy something than to build something. Or it, it appears easier to us. So my question is, can they, if they now know how to target specific cells and destroy them, can they build cells back? So you have an injury or something and, you know, you need to, to rebuild. Are they there yet? Can they do that?
1: I know they are in certain ways, the use of colloidal silver and silver products, Mm -hmm. those will create new stem cells, those will create new tissue, like uh, as far as organs and things like that, I'm not sure yet. Yeah. But what the basis of, you know, these kinds of technologies is, is that the body wants to heal. So like the only thing our body wants to do is be in balance, like everything else. Yeah. And we're constantly just making it mad so um, (laughs)
0: we're constantly imbalancing it right
1: so it's constantly trying to get back to balance like our liver is it's the most important thing almost everything else is important but i've heard if your liver is clean then cancer can't even happen yeah What happens is you get the fatty liver just from how your lifestyle is. You can get all kinds of different clogs and and people never detox or never do any kind of programs or anything like that. Yeah, Um, I'm real into that these days, uh, not to be a health nut or anything, but uh, I realize the importance of it, especially getting older. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well, and
0: essentially it's a filter. And so if you think about any kind of machinery that that needs a filter, the machinery can work perfectly. But if that filter is clogged and no good, you'll just burn up the machine.
1: Right. And S- it's the only organ that can completely regrow in, I think, three months. Oh, is that all? Three. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think it's three months is how long it takes for the liver to completely be brand new. Hmm. I think they were talking about you could cut out like 90% of the liver and in like three months it would be a liver again. Wow. But I don't know how you'd live. Um, I guess you'd live like artificially. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. But it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, but the body's intelligence, all it needs is favorable conditions to heal anything. Yeah. Now, the biofeedback thing is great. doesn't tell you specifically what... It's just the numbers but they have a good idea of kind of like what ranges certain things like hang out in yeah you know and all that stuff um, it wouldn't be a, a podcast episode without the barking of the dogs
0: I mean we might as well include them in the credits
1: yeah I mean they they're they're gonna be in every episode so <laughs> we just we're not that professional.
0: I can't believe how good
1: that's all this stuff's expensive.
0: Yeah, I I was noticing that too. To do it right as far as like the spooky two, getting the machine, getting a Windows uh, computer to operate it, getting the plasma bulb and stuff, I mean you're gonna spend four or five thousand dollars. Right. But again, if the treatment is five thousand a month or whatever, right, you know, it makes sense to me. I guess the next thing is I wonder what is stopping a person from investing in that equipment and having a little office and, like, treating people.
1: Well, they can. uh, I think it's just more like a uh, chiropractic-type thing or a massage-type thing. Right, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, um, so I know a person that owns a cryotherapy machine and device, and um, he was originally here, but he found a a better market in Tennessee, and so he moved down there to do it. People swear by it, and— uh, a lot of times with the cryo stuff, you're supposed to thermocycle, you, you get in a in a cold tank, you freeze, and then you get in a sauna or something hot and you warm back up and you go back and forth. But he's got a localized one that just, it's kind of a small area, maybe an inch in diameter. And so like for athletes and people who need uh, their muscles kind of reinvigorated or whatever, that's what he does. And so same thing akin to chiropractic or, or Reiki or anything like that. I suppose if you invest in the equipment, you can set up shop as long as people sign enough disclaimers and, and whatnot. Yeah. Pro- probably can't take insurance, but...
1: <laughs> no. As long as you follow the stupid rules, like, yeah. uh, I think you can do stuff like that.
0: Yeah. As long as you say, this won't really heal
1: you, but come on in because it's going to actually heal you, but, you know... I mean, that's well, my whole life with it, all this stuff. All you can get are, are testimonials in it occasionally... Uh, some white papers on uh, experiments that have been done around things yeah, you know they don't they don't really like go off too hard, but they do prove a lot.
0: yeah, there was a a pancreatic cancer tumor, and uh, uh, Anthony Holland used the the term uh, disaggregate, but you could see it in real time separate, mm-hmm. and once that tumor is separated, um you know, obviously it's not growing. And now it's shrinking and it can't come back. It can't grow back. I mean, I guess eventually, you know, if those cells replicated and, you know, could form a a new tumor. But that tumor is never going to exist again. And I see this stuff and I just want to shout it from the mountaintops because you can see it. It's not doctored. It's it's clear.
1: Right. There's an interesting preset for, um, I believe it's cancer. If you go under cancer. And apparently there is a species of bacteria called, I think it's called Bacillus lichenformis. Hmm. And that's what's believed to be at the heart of every mutated cancer cell. So, So it can't live without that. It can't be created. It can't mutate. Cells can't mutate. Interesting. Uh, now, I don't know if that to be a fact or whatever, but um, uh, I'm looking into that more. And I run that one. That's in a set, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, because they did a uh, – there was a person that had a tumor. You know, they were going to have to do surgery or whatever. And I guess they talked to John Weider, one of those guys. And uh, they used a cancer protocol and it had the, the lichenformis or whatever in there. And uh, they went back for a blood test. I think it was within like two months or something like that. And the cancer had spread from the tumor it was malignant uh the tumor i guess had shrunk by about half but wherever it had spread there was no cancer in the entire body oh after uh, that they couldn't find it huh. so um i think they took the tumor out and you know yeah. whatever uh When I think about this kind of stuff, I think there's a lot of different avenues. You know, there's obviously the chemical avenue. There's how cells and mutated cells like use enzymes and certain things. And you can interrupt that or you can cause them to eat themselves Mm -hmm. and cause them to starve, uh, you know, by there's water fasting. I mean, there's so much stuff. That you can use with this kind of uh, cancer protocols and things like that, you know, and some of them are a little more taxing. I guess it's just depending on like what you have and how how like I wouldn't even say how hard it is to to get to because those frequencies. I mean, they just it's resonance. Yeah, if it's there, it's there. Right. Yeah, it resonates. It doesn't matter.
0: That term um, sounds like both a fungus and uh, like a mold um yeah totally that's what that i mean i don't know what that term is is exactly but that that's what it sounds like to me there's a lot of research that supports bacteria-based or
1: fungal-based cancer all these guys were coming to the same conclusion in different areas of of it but they all like come to the fact that once you get the body to a state where it's not overloaded by the bacterias, molds, yeast, fungus, all that virus, um, then it can actually put all of that power and energy into eliminating what's left.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get rid of the waste, get rid of the, yeah. yeah. With the spooky two stuff, um, Is it similar to the
1: binaural beats in that it's two different frequencies? Mm -mm. No? Okay. It's like frequency sets. Some of them are dual frequency sets because each generator has two ports, right? So you can can hook up two remotes to each generator. Okay. I have two generators, so I have four remotes, and they can each run a program. I see. And you can stagger them too. So if you really wanted to, like, attack something, you could run this program start it here, wait for 10 minutes, start this one, wait for 10 minutes, start that one, wait for 10 minutes. And then oh, wow. and then it would just like constantly barrage you with that. Yeah, right? wow. Um, and they recommend that for a lot of different things like Lyme disease and all that because there's so much going on with it. Mm-hmm. But basically it's just frequency sets. It's, it's just specific frequencies that have been documented either in labs or uh, through biofeedback in treating people. And whatever other ways, like, I don't even know, like, like I said, the David Halliday, like the dowsing, that's extremely experimental. But so many people are just like the DH experimental frequency sets are incredible. Wow. And I was saying this earlier, but uh, his thing was in the instructions, it's to put your left arm as close to the remote as you can and you run the first six uh, sets and they only flash 24 times, just one frequency. Okay. And you only have to do it one or two times. That's what it says. And then you can run everything after those, hmm. uh, the, for like specific problems, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you don't have to be with your arm up there, but apparently like being in your field, mm-hmm. uh, your energetic field, it really helps, uh, according to him, but it, you don't really have to. Obviously there's one called a, tooth regeneration and repair. Like if you get on Facebook spooky group or what is huge, there's a lot of posts about, uh, and pictures of this repair that happens huh. and the cavities fill in and it become white. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's impressive. Over, a, it's like four weeks or like eight weeks. Like it's just amazing stuff. Wow. You know, yeah. um, fillings have fallen out because huh. of the regrowth. They got of, pushed out. Yeah, yeah. They got pushed out, pushed <laughs> out. Um, And it doesn't seem real. Yeah. I think that's the thing with... It's too good to be true. Well, it is, but actually it does take a lot of work and a lot of study and a lot of persistence. And I believe the majority of people aren't... I don't want to say they're not willing to. It's just such an inconvenience. It can be an inconvenience unless you have something really serious Yeah, and you're willing to try anything. That you're going to die or something, you know. And and unfortunately, it takes that for a lot of people to be like, oh, well, there's this thing that can do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or if I had like this multiple wave oscillator, like I'm just like, well, you just sit in there a few times a year and and then you you should be all right. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. uh, And it just doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and part
0: of that is just conditioning. I mean we're, we're conditioned to believe that, you know, the chemicals in a particular pill or shot or whatever are the best that science can do and that, you know, that's, that's the effective medicine that we have now. But I, it just almost feels barbaric. It is uh, barbaric. Because it, there's so much collateral damage done. And then, and you know, and I hate to always bring it back to Star Trek, but I mean that the whole tricorder thing, like to me, it's just not that far fetched. It it uses light, it uses sound, etc. And you know, that's hopefully that's where we're
1: headed. This is crazy. That microphone right there. I know. Let see that compressor. How much it's hitting it? Oh shit. Uh, Everything needs to, I think, be just looked at as frequency and resonance and vibration. These technologies that we are able to even look at right now are ancient. I mean, still, they're ancient and things that actually, like the med beds or whatever, even above that, we are not allowed to see them. For whatever reason, uh, because you got to be really careful with that kind of stuff. Right. You know? Yeah. Like if you're going to release something like a med bed or a thing, you have to like almost have a hundred of them done, and just boom. Right. Like so that nothing can be done. You know. Like, yeah. You just have to, and, and you got to be underground and like. I was gonna say, yeah, it, you like know? you, you almost need to be in a bulletproof vehicle at all times or something. Yeah, like, <laughs> the, like you ever heard the expression, "The revolution will not be televised"? Right, like things yeah. like that. And yeah. I always think about that. Yeah, it's always under the radar. Right. Yeah, it needs to. And be. people are like, "Well, if if there's all these things, why don't I see it on the news?" And I'm like, "Well, I used to be that guy that said that." Yeah. Until I started looking and seeing and messing around with the things. I'm like, yeah, it works. Well, that, <laughs> you <know? laughs> like,
0: that and, um, you know, when when you realize that what the news is actually for, you know, it's not going to be promoting this kind of no, stuff. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's like uh, it's not <laughs> even connected. Right. It, yeah. Uh, and it, it doesn't do them any good nor their sponsors any good. To talk about this stuff.
1: It doesn't do pharmaceutical companies any good. It doesn't do the medical industry any good. It doesn't do anybody any good right. to say, oh, do you want a favorable environment for your body to naturally heal itself throughout your life? This is how much of this cost. Set it up. Just use it regularly. Right. Uh, not even crazy. What would happen?
0: Right. Yeah. It would all be gone. It would all be gone. Right. A lot of people would be out of a job. Right.
1: And, you know, and, and then you go to AI and stuff like that, a lot of people are going to be out of a job. Right. And just, it's it's inevitable. That's the thing. We're, I, we're at a crux. We're at a
0: point here. That and uh, just the whole job thing, not to get off on a tangent, but I don't understand why we're so worried about having a little jobby job. I mean, I don't think that my vibrations really need to go and perform a task for X amount of money. You know, is that really the best that I can do? But that's the thing. Like, you know, we have this whole society built around this, you know, and you got to keep people busy because if you don't keep them busy, then who knows? They might think for themselves. And who knows what they'll get up to. Right. So uh, it's extremely frustrating to know that all of us are stuck going through certain motions that are arbitrary and unnecessary. And it's just to serve the interests of. People who want to make sure we're just going through the motions.
1: And it makes us tired and it wears us down. Yeah. And it makes us worried and stressed. All the things that are unfavorable for your body to regenerate at any point. Right. You don't sleep enough. You don't drink enough. And it's not that you don't drink enough water. I've recently learned that um, hydration has everything to do with minerals. Mm -hmm. So if in your water you're not providing those minerals... In a way that your body can uptake them, it doesn't go into the tissues; it just goes out of your pee. Oh, yeah. So the they call it. Uh, this guy was calling it the white jug syndrome, like where everybody carries that huge jug <laughs> yeah, of water, right? right? Yeah. And they're not hydrated at all. Yeah, uh, it's just chronic. Like everybody, he said, like ninety-eight percent of us, it's just chronic dehydration, and that's like the biggest part of our problems. Mm-hmm. In, Makes sense in, in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that's not even to, like, go into stuff like energy healing and and being able to, like, sense and raise subtle energies. Anyways, back to Spooky 2. I think that I really don't have much more to say about it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, we've covered a lot. And now we run the the risk of just going off on all these different tangents. Right. So, yeah. Which is fine. Which is fine. But, yeah, I mean— if you only had time to, to listen to, watch, research one thing, it would be that Anthony Holland TED talk. Cause I'm telling you, once you see the video of those cancer cells getting destroyed.
1: Yeah. I, I have seen Anthony Holland and I've seen those videos where they ro- start rotating real yeah. slow and then the goop comes out of yes. them and explodes, right? Wild. Yeah. So, and he did that with sound. It's, it's the future. It's, it's the now of medicine. Actually, but it's being suppressed and it's being um, quacked. It, it's, it's right. It's, uh, yeah. um, something
0: I, it may have been in that TED talk, it may have been somewhere else, uh, but it was a doctor and he was telling another doctor about this. And the other doctor said, You know, it's too bad this isn't a pharmaceutical because you would have a patent and a ton of money, but mm-hmm. it's not. So no one's going to take it
1: seriously. Exactly. Yeah, and that's a shame. So that's where, um, you know, I think doctors, they are wonderful people probably for the most part. They really want to do good. Uh, It's just that they're only allowed to practice what they're taught. Right. And what they're taught is very narrow. Yeah, limited. And it it is to benefit the industry. Yeah, the machine. And it's just a shame. And it's happening more now. I'm, I'm seeing it. People are becoming naturopaths instead of. Doctors, I mm-hmm. mean, and, you know, or they've been doctors, and they're like, you know what, this is just barbaric.
0: Yeah, my my former doctor um, was an osteopath, so they they have additional schooling and they learn how all of the systems work with each other. So he had only been he had had his practice maybe 10 years tops, and he had a bad motorcycle accident, and then he just retired altogether. He just, you know, I'm not doing this anymore. And I think part of it was he had had enough. He he was really frustrated with insurance and billing and stuff like that, and I think he felt too limited um, by laws and everything else, and he just gave up. And yeah. it's sad. There, there's a there's a smart person that's done a lot of schooling that figured it out and
1: said— Paid a th- lot of money. Paid a lot of money paid and threw his hands up in the air and yeah. said, I'm done. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Because nobody wants to hear anything about uh, curing. Right. Nobody wants to hear it. It's all treatment. Yeah, treatment. Treatment's forever. Treatment's forever. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, you know, it's the thing in my mind that is the, the top— thing that needs to be addressed because, you know, it's it's coming anyway. Right. Yeah. What's, what's happening now is you've sprayed the bug spray and the bugs are like trying to find a place to hide. Right. That's where we're at. And eventually it won't be able to be suppressed anymore because the technology is moving so fast, like with quantum computing, like AI, all this stuff is yeah. just, it's, it's going to happen. Right. Yeah. And what would be more amazing than not having to have a job. Right. That you that just makes you sick and makes you not and makes you just
0: yeah. It takes a, takes you away from the things that you love. Takes you away from your family. Takes you away from all
1: of these things. You know, I've heard the argument. Uh, well, if nobody has jobs, what are we going to do? Well, I mean, if you want to work, sure, yeah, doing what you love, right? Do it.
0: Well, how cool would it be to have a different job every year? Like, I'm going to be an electrician for a while. I'm going to be a carpenter for a while. Whatever. Right, exactly. That, but you know, we we're locked into this um, ideal. Uh, that we didn't create,
1: and mm-hmm. and we're we're kind of stuck. Yeah, yeah. It's coming though. I mean, oh, yeah. uh, it's I actually I can't wait. People are like AI hey, or all this stuff and scared of it, but I'm not scared of it at yeah. all. I'm just like, yeah, there's going to be some weird stuff about it that's not cool. Uh, right. There's going to be some probably terrible stuff at some point but it's just inevitable that's the thing you can't fight it it's already coming it's already here it's already here <laughs> right uh, so anyways yeah. with, with that sleep tight
0: so good I can't believe how good that sounds. <laughs>